Welcome to Ransom Bands, veteran state of mind, Ransom Bands. Uh, I'm Geraint Jones. And uh, before I introduce my co-host, I would just like to play you his national anthem. <laughs> Joseph Stavin, welcome to the podcast, comrade. I wanted to give you a grand entrance, mate, worthy of your majesty. Right. People are lazy, Joseph. Um, I was just, I was in my manor house then and I was like right time to go and talk to Joe um, and I thought oh, I better take double the time to to get down there because it's a beautiful evening the back roads are going to be chocker with people out on their bikes and people out walking and everyone basically being outside enjoying nature and the beautiful weather didn't pass a single fucking human being all the way down here <laughs> you're fucking lazy all of you it was mad mate um, I, I couldn't believe it it was like a beautiful night because I was actually a bit like oh kind of gutted and got to go with the podcast to be honest and talk to fucking Joe but like but I couldn't believe it mate there's no, nobody out there like and that's it's kind of interesting about human nature though isn't it because when we were in like the lockdown phase of things like the proper lockdown and they're like you can't go outside everyone was out walking but we need to get out and now it's like right we'll go out then it's like nah. now, the, now the news has turned around and said no it's healthy to you know it's good for you <laughs> you won't get COVID if you're healthy Everyone's like, nah, I'm all right, thanks. Well, everyone's in, let's be honest, mate. People, I, I guarantee, I, I, so the beer gardens aren't open in Wales, so I don't actually know where people are, to be honest. Probably sitting in the, in the gardens or, or the, I don't know, in the base. Oh, mate, don't get me started on them. There's pubs near me with full-blown fucking tents up, right? So you can't go inside. So what we'll do is we'll build an inside environment outside. So you walk inside a tent, so you're technically fucking inside. What's the difference? You can go inside, outside, but not outside, inside. It's fucking unreal. That's the rules, mate. I mean, it's it's bananas, mate. And I was actually having a chat with uh, more mates in the States, and they were saying, when do you think you come back over? And I was saying, you know what? I don't think I'm going to come over until all the shenanigans has died away. Because, like, I think it would ruin a trip for me. Because when I first, like, it's about, it's almost a year to the day since I flew back from America to Britain, which was hilarious in itself. Because I remember I wasn't allowed, they were arresting people for going down on the beach, which was about 200 metres from where I was. This giant beach. They were arresting people for going on there. So I thought, oh, I'll be able to extend my tourist visa because obviously if they're arresting people for going on a beach, they're not going to want people to fly halfway around the world. Nope. No, you're still, you're allowed to fly half, you're allowed to fly half. So I was a bit like, all right. But at the time, we didn't know what was going on, did we? At the time, then they were like, oh, 3% of the country's going to die. And we didn't know any better. So I was like, well, you know what? I will sanitize my hands. I wear a mask. And it was a fucking bit daft and that, but I went along with it. But now... Knowing it's such fucking pantomime, I don't think... Like, my thing on, like, if you're flying British Airways or whatever and you've paid good money for that ticket, I'm like, no, nah, I've paid... I haven't paid to be treated like a fucking infant. Yeah. The thing is with America, there's not... Because of all the fucking states and federal laws... Well, the, the state laws and federal laws, there's no set thing. So, like, over here, you know no matter where you go, it's going to be full of country masks and that, but... You go to America, like if you look at Tyson Fury's videos this week when he's been out to spend time with Billy Joe before the fight, um, and his videos, then big fucking lavish swimming pools in Vegas, the bastard, no mm. masks, sunning it up. But then you go to other parts, um, like in California, and it's fucking militant. You know, and people will literally attack you if you don't wear a mask, and it's just it's fucked up, man. Andy Fussell had a, a great point on his podcast, which was uh, he went to uh, Arizona literally, and he was happened to be there the day that they got rid of a mask mandate. And he said, "What? Literally, one day or one hour, everyone, everyone you're seeing was wearing masks. And as soon as the mask mandate ended, 
like one in 300 people was wearing a mask, which just goes to show most people aren't wearing them going, oh, I hope I don't spread and catch COVID. Most people are going, I don't want to get fined. Or like you said, in California, I don't want to get in a fight. Well, the thing is then people are attacking people in California. As soon as it's not legal in it, as soon as it becomes legal to not wear a mask again, They'll just forget about it. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And that's how fucking stupid these people are, though. Well, there's still virtue signal and stuff about it. I think, to be fair, mate, California is a special beast of virtue. Like, the virtue signal level in California is off the chart. Like, at the moment, you've got these riots going on, and like, you've got celebrities paying bail for people getting done rioting. I'm like, you live in a gated community and have a security team. You are in no position to be telling people it's okay to go fucking rioting. Yeah, I mean, I watched one um, on the news today. I've not looked into it yet, so I don't, I've not even watched the body cam footage yet, so I don't know the full thing. But there's a 13-year-old that was shot, and they're already rioting about him. Yeah. But according to the police report, um, it was after a shooting, and they chased him up an alleyway, um, and then the body was recovered with a gun. Now, I've not seen the, I've not seen, um, the body cam, whether he had the gun in his hand or whatever. Um, but I imagine if I've not seen it, the majority of people haven't seen it either. And people are already writing without any facts. If this is the case, 13 or not, if you're going to fucking shoot someone, pick up a gun, you you got to take into the consideration you might get fucking shot. Yeah, I, I watched it, mate. And my, my thing about it is, because I think you could make an argument one way or another about whether the shoot was justified or not. And that, and that's one part of the conversation it needs to be had. But then they forget the whole other conversation about why is a 13-year-old with a gun? Yeah. Like, okay. White supremacy. We, 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 can, we, can, we can all agree <laughs> that we do not want to be in a position of police shooting 13-year-olds. But that doesn't, just, that doesn't just involve that officer incident there. That involves that entire chain of events that led to that guy. So what are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about how hip-hop, which I love, by the way, promotes violence and gun culture? Are we going to talk about that? Now, let's not talk about that. Are we going to talk about the fact that maybe he had people in his life who led him into a life of crime? Nah, let's not talk about that. Uh, the cop's white. All right, let's focus on that. So that's one part of the, the fucked-up jigsaw that led to that happening. I'll be honest with you, and this is quite sad that I even say this, but the only reason I even looked into it was because nothing in that report mentioned race. So I thought, mm, well, they've not mentioned race, so I wonder what's going on here then. And uh, and it's because the kid wasn't black, um, mm. but he was, uh, I think he was Latino or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's the same with all. I mean, there are, don't get me wrong, there's been some fucking bad ones this week. Do you know what I mean? That, that fucking, uh, that cop, the female who thought she pulled a taser and shot the poor cunt in the stomach. Um because he had a, he had a, they pulled him because he had a warrant out, probably for fucking traffic tickets or some shit like that. But 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 the fact, but the fact is, mate, there was nothing about that shooting. That was that was a bad shoot by a bad cop, but not a evil cop. She was shit. Yeah, I mean, she was shit, but I mean, there wasn't it. Really, there was no, there was no even reason for her. Yeah. To draw a taser. You know what I mean, why would you even taser someone because they're refusing to get out of the car? You're a cop, you get paid, you know what I mean? Don't mind if you spend all night trying to get him out of the car. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, mate. They escalate, like, in that, that, there's a lot of escalation in these things. Um, you know, and I've seen some, there was the one with the uniform, the... Uh, the. Don't get me started on that. Some fucking bootlickers have been arguing with about that. Okay, let's, so let me, let me give a breakdown for people that don't know. So, but essentially, there was a, a uniformed uh, US military guy, black guy, and um, the cops couldn't see his... He had a temporary plate in his back window. The cops couldn't see it, so they wanted to pull him over for not having a plate. And this is one of those things where I just think 
is this really the best use of police time in the first place? Um, but he didn't want to be. He didn't want to pull over in a dark area. Is his story, which I can totally understand why you wouldn't want to do that in America. So he drove to a floodlit gas station, which is only about eight hundred meters away. It's not like he drove for hours. Let's say even if it was three miles. I'd still think that's justified because why wouldn't you want to go? And here's the other thing. From a cop's point of view, isn't it a good thing for you that he's going into a floodlit area too? Like everybody, everybody wins there. Yeah. And then, you know, the, like one of the things that people have been saying to me is, oh, that guy, he was, you know, he was after his 15 minutes of fame. He's not, com- you know, he's not, you know, he's not, he's being a bit of a dickhead. And he is. I do think he's been a bit of a dickhead. But at the same time, you listen to what the cop's saying. The guy's saying stuff like, I'm afraid to get out of the vehicle. And the cop's like, yeah, you should be. Yeah, you should be. What the fuck? While pointing a gun at him. Like, that's fucking awful. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The guy was being a bit of a chip on the shoulder to act. But he wasn't doing anything illegal. He was exercising his rights. And you don't legally have to get out your car for a traffic stop. So whether he's been a dick or not, it doesn't remotely justify drawing a fucking gun and so on. And I've been on the receive end of this in America twice where I've had guns drawn on me um, for traffic stops. Um, and it's fucking sketchy. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? When they're there, like the, the, one, the one I had in Arizona on, on Harley was the worst. Um, and they made me lie face down in the fucking dirt because I, uh, I won't, I would I had my passport inside my shirt. Um, and he pulled me over as soon as he saw my tattoos and that. He just pulled his fucking gun out of me. I was like, what? <laughs> just blow the fuck down, mate. He's like, get off the bike. Yeah. Get your ideas up. My ID's inside my shirt. And he's like, get it out. I was like, no way am I going to reach inside this fucking shirt looking the way I do because that camera on your dashboard will just show me reaching in a shirt and you fucking shooting me. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So in the end, I had to fucking lie on this red up fucking dirt while he reached inside and got it out. And I, I've been pulled in America as well. And it is a scary experience. Um, you know, and I did everything, hands out the window, the lot. But, you know, because people say to me, well, you know, this cop's dealing with stuff every day. And, and look, cops do get shot at traffic stops. So that happens. But you can't carry that in with you into your net. In, in you can't carry that into every stop. Like, and, and this is a, this is why it's not just a problem with bad cops. It is the institution of policing in America, which is so broken. These guys should not be having to go on the street every day on their own. It should like, they should be going out in fucking when they're going out. And one, one thing they should be doing is not pulling people over for absolute bollocks things and putting themselves in those positions in the first place. But it's all, um, it's all, uh, what you call it? Um, Oh God, not ticket driven, but you know what I mean. Go target driven. So they're like, oh, we, we have to hit this many stops a month, and we have to do this. And if they were actually just looking at effect, they'd go, okay, instead of having these three cars on different bridges around the town, we're going to have them three of them operating together, and we'll do almost like a VCP. And then that way, we're going to know that we've got each other's backs. We're not going to be as stressed out because we know we're going to have other people with us. Because those guys, man, they're on their own. If they get shot, they're probably fucking done for before by the time help gets there. I can totally understand why they are stressed out but at the same time the same as in this country if you don't like the way policing's done at some point you have to turn around to your bosses and say we ain't fucking doing it like that anymore you, you can't keep sloping the shoulders yeah and they do and i think there's a lot of responsibility on the police uh, especially in this country recently um especially in the last 12 months there's a lot of cops that should have turned around and gone i'm not doing this i don't i don't agree with this mm-hmm. um well yeah i mean there's a lot of people because that cop who did the fucking uh, the mace spraying, the pepper spraying on on the uniform guy, um, he got sacked, um, and, right. and everyone's going on, and everyone was going on saying, "Oh, it's just because of a media witch," and it's like, 
just watched the fucking video. You're going unarmed man. Yeah. Sat facing outwards with all his limbs outside the vehicle, saying that he feels unsafe, and the cop just fucking empties it. He empties it, then he stops and shakes it up some more, then aims it right in his face to spray him some more, and it's like, you can't fucking do that shit. Then lies and said that the guy reached for his weapon is quite clear on on all the cameras, that he, his, his hands were just out the window the entire time. His voice, his voice was chilled all the way through. There was nothing about it that made you think... And, and those guys, and he was saying, there was one point the cop says something like, you're about to ride the lightning. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I would shit myself if I heard that. Absolutely shit myself. The, the thing is, it get, it, what it translates to with a lot of these American cops is they've got this fucking God complex. So they're all out with you while you comply with everything they say. The minute you defy anything they say, they start escalating it. And they haven't got the ability to de-escalate and just stop and go, well, all right then. Do you know what I mean? They, they have to sort of, like, Americans just they don't get that people say no to cops. Like, in the UK, people say no to cops all the time. But in America, it's like, you know what I mean? It's that, that pressing, everyone in the military is a hero. Every cop's a fucking hero. Like, I can understand that that guy might have had the weapon in his vehicle. He may well have done. But when his hands are physically out of the vehicle, how fucking fast do you think his hands are that you need to have a weapon in his face? The two, you're like, it was it was his hands and his fucking legs. <laughs> the only point when he went back inside the vehicle was when that cunt started emptying a tin of pepper spray. Fucking mental, mate. Right, uh, people want us to talk about this recent thing that's been going on. I don't know if it's an army wide thing or not, um, but there have been regiments telling their blokes. There you go. I just said it. Not to call them. Uh, not to call people lads, gents. Obviously, we don't use the f word. Fella, um, <laughs> but um, they've been telling people not to use use that, mate. Um, give the peasants your thoughts. Uh, well, I mean, I was speaking to one of my old officers about this today because um, he, he messaged me um, having a laugh about my story time on my uh, my Instagram yesterday. Now I mentioned it several times, and he said a lot of it's been blown out of proportion by some dickhead RSM. Um, going to the media and stuff like that. Something along them lines, don't quote me, I might, you know what I mean, I might have got that a bit messed up. But basically, it's they've turned around and said, when addressing groups of people, you can't say, right, lads. And he said, and I can understand it because if a lot, if, a, if there was majority of women and they turned around and said, right, ladies, he said, I wouldn't be too impressed neither. But this is the start of it. And this is what I said about it. This is the fucking start. And where does it fucking end? It's bollocks, mate. Like, I'm sorry, if you get offended, like, if we're talking right now about Google, like, I can understand it. But we're talking about the army. And at some point, you've got to get some fucking thick skin. Because, you know, oh, well, I was I was so offended about when I was in a group of 100 uh, males and I was a woman and they said, lads, I was so offended. Right, well, you know what's probably going to really offend you? Uh, seeing someone with a sucking chest wound. That might offend you. Like... Go get get some fucking tougher skin. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, like I, I just think I just think with it. Well, and and this what the this is the reason it pisses me off. It's because, to be fair, one, I don't think that it's people at ground level asking for it. I don't think it's those people. They probably do have tough skins, right? So I don't think it's them, but it's leadership because retention is shit, recruitment is shit, veteran treatment is shit. There's nothing like the army is constantly getting downsized and fucked over. And instead of actually dealing with any issues, they're like, go, hey, we've gone ahead and told people not to call people lads. Tick. 
that's on my career thing. So what did you do when I was in? Oh, well, I stopped people saying this. And it's just, it's fucking, it's it's a plaster on a sucking chest wound is what it is. It is. And again, it goes back to, I say it nearly every time we have an episode, we need a good fucking war because the arms seem to have lost its priorities. And this, this constant woke shit getting pushed. Um, and it only seems to be the army who was like the most rapidly adapting it. But people just need to stop, step back and realise that the military's main goal, no matter which way you look at it, is fucking violence. Yeah. Whether you're peacekeeping, you enforce that peace by fucking violence. If you're war fighting, violence. I mean, even on humanitarian efforts, you've still got force protection guys on the outside making sure nothing happens with the deterrence of fucking violence. And there is no place... Um, for PC culture in a violent arena. And that's just the fucking way it is. And and, and this is the, the... I think the army in Britain needs to have a really good look at itself and say, do we want an army or do we want some kind of civil defence force that can help when there's floods and help when there's a pandemic? Because right now, you can have this culture and you can have, you know, you can have this kind of... this this watered-down stuff. and But... If it came to, like, I, I just, I, I don't think that you can have people with the right kind of reckless, aggressive mentality who then act like a saint. Because most people, most people in civvy life think that this woke stuff is bollocks. So you're asking them to behave past the standard that even the civilian world is doing in that. And, and I just don't think the act of war, which is the most, like, when you watch a Fucking get your old David Attenborough on and watch a fucking troop of chimpanzees tearing apart other monkeys. That is what war is. Like, you can't have that and have the, oh, well, this, you know, we're going to be extra careful not to micro-trigger somebody. You know, like, they don't go together. It's fucking mental. And I don't see, like, uh, how they don't, you know, how people don't get that. Now, what I do want to say on this is, because someone said to me, someone sent me a message in saying, um... You know, every generation seems to think that the next one is 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 not as tough and stuff. And I do think there's an element of that. I think that regardless, it's always like, oh, well, we had it tougher in my day. Because what's happened in the past is as civilian life has got... Like, usually what's happened in the world is you've always had civilian life has been tough and then the military has been slightly tougher, right? And then that's usually been the way of things. But that's kind of like stopped being the thing now. That's Now we're, we're, we've... we've we we are no longer treating our military as different to civilian life. We seem to be trying to make it the same. And I think that that is, and like, I, you know, I, I, I have studied military history all of my life and I haven't seen this before of where they are really trying to make, um, make the military not just a mirror of civilian life, but an actual, like, but taking the most extreme left-wing ideologies. And by left wing, I don't mean communism. By left wing, I mean, you know, the these this woke culture, essentially. I mean, to be honest, and I know this might offend, well, some fucking feminists and women and stuff out there, but when they started letting women in teeth arm units, this is when, like, a started decline goes on. And now I get the argument. And in certain roles, I think, do you know what I mean? Fair enough, do you know what I mean? If you're in a tank and you're just doing nothing but just tank soldiering, then I don't see why women can't be effective tank soldiers, the same as they are effective Apache soldiers. But when it comes to ground fighting, 
Uh, this is why in sports, in combat sports and full contact sports, there's a reason why we have men's and women's. Because it doesn't matter when people turn around and go, oh, well, there's such a, such a fucking female MMA fighter. If she knock out most blokes, she probably would. But we can't use the exception to prove the rule. And if you get 10 fucking women and 10 fucking men, do you know what I mean? It's going to be obliteration. And if you ever watch or partake in, in bayonet training, do you know what I mean? Or riot training, when you see a fucking shield wall of blokes screaming, it's quite intimidating, especially when they start running towards you, but it's not the same when it's women. But then to do that, you've then got to have the fitness levels to match. So, yes, there are weak men. There are men who are not capable to do a combat job. There are men who struggle to keep up with the fitness. But as a whole, when you compare this as a demographic, men are faster, fitter and stronger than what the women are. So you need to make a fitness level, which is a one-size-fits-all for everyone. So you dilute that. And before you know it, everything has fucking slipped the dilution that i've always worried about which i do think is happening now is because i'm 100 of the opinion that there are women out there who will make some of the best soldiers in the world that those people will exist however yeah without a doubt however yeah. look at the ypj yeah but however most regular infantry platoons are made up of blokes who are very rough around the edges and the reason i've always had an issue with it because i've always thought look if you can keep the rough and ready infantry platoon and you can put a female in there and she can be she can just go through that without any special treatment and 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 all that stuff and and it doesn't dilute the aggressive essence of the infantry then I, I have no issue with it but I knew what would happen was and what is happening is the and again it's not usually the people that's in quite often the the women that are in these roles don't want to be treated any different but then you get an officer or you get, you know, a, a couple of tiers above going, oh, well, we can't have this around them because I don't want there to be a scandal that I've had people, I, I've had someone, I've had someone in my troop getting called a fucking split ass. I can't have that. So now I've got to stop this. And that's what changes it. It's not the fact that there's women out there who can't do the job because there is, but it's the, the people in roles above will cover their ass because we are in an ass covering culture. They will, they will then go above and beyond what is needed to, to basically soften things down. And before you know it, you've got people getting put like, you know, fucking hell, man, the amount of times you've had your mate's balls slapped on your fucking head when you've just been chilling in the room. But that's part of that's part of the life. And I've always said this. I think there's a legitimate reason for this. I really do. If you cannot deal with the fact that your mate has just pissed on you in the shower, how are you going to shove your fucking hand in his guts? Exactly. But, and this is the thing, and it, it it almost comes back a bit like during when war crimes are getting fucking judged by civilians, you know what I mean? And you should be judged by other soldiers. People outside of the military don't get it. People who haven't been to war don't fucking get it. Do you know what I mean? It's not an environment where you can just go from... When we were talking the other day about the mind prodding, and how, like, if, we, if, that, if that device was, say, like, where I am now in Dudley, a quarter of the fucking city, maybe, do you know what I mean? 800 metres around it would be all fucking shut down. All the civvies would be evacuated. But we used to get there, right, with a bayonet or a mine prodder, and we're scratching around for it, and we uncover it while all our mates are stood 20 metres away, taking bets on if we're going to smoke ourselves and set it <laughs> off. That's not a normal fucking thing. Yeah. And the people who are like of this woke generation, and people who are so fucking bothered about whether you offend each other. Yeah, and that that's it, mate. Like... What you need in a and there's a reason like we te- militaries have always recruited young, desperate, aggressive blokes is because when you look back, 
like on what you did, I still do it again because it's out. <laughs> but you look back on it and you go, this was like, I was talking when we had, um, I did uh, Dave's podcast, the Real podcast yesterday. And I was talking about Iraq. You've been to Iraq. We didn't even have pokey sticks in Iraq. You just kick shit. <laughs> Literally, you're six, six sons, five and twenties. Do you want to know what five and twenties is? Basically, for those who don't know, you get out your vehicle, you walk around in circles, kicking stuff and seeing if it blows up. And like... It's not long the, per- <laughs> the, per- the, per- the person who does... Yeah, wet tissue fucking vehicles. The person who does that is not somebody who is going to be inclined to worry about somebody's correct pronouns. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that they are reckless and that they're rough. And you, like, if, if you start, if you start breaking down, like, if you start breaking down the way that a young person thinks and you start making them think about, like, think about this. Hey, guys, here's the thing. If you call someone by the wrong pronoun, you can really hurt them and cause them trauma and you can make them upset. And let's say that gets through to someone and they're like, oh my God, I really could. Well, how is that person then going to operate in a country where you might have to kill a civilian family in order to extract from contact? You can't have the both of them together. It doesn't fucking work. And I I think there's a fucking massive irony in it as well, where someone will judge a guy because of the way he lives a bit reckless or isn't isn't politically correct in that and judge him as a bad person when he's literally doing a job where he's willing to fucking take, get shot in the face or get blown up yeah. to protect the very ideals and things what you believe in. And this is society. It takes all sorts. And you can't have one group of society like we have at the minute holding everything else to ransom by their standards. Agreed, agreed mate. Uh, before we leave, how are you enjoying being back at the gym? I fucking love it, mate. I mean, I've completely fucking broken myself this week. I, uh, I got Tell a me about it, you slug. <laughs> I got a PB on chest, um, 200 kilo bench press, and I did uh, 28 plates on the leg press. But I just, I, it was stupid, really. It was ego. I shouldn't have done two max out fucking body parts in one week. So I fucking broke myself. I could feel it in my elbows, my knees, all my tendons are shot to shit now. But fuck me, it felt good. How's your bum hole? <laughs> that's all right, you know. Mine, mine hurts. Mine hurts when I do a PB. What if I go for a PB? I get a very. That's why I have that. Yeah, but I ain't got piles. That's why I have that. Po- <laughs> yeah, I have that, I have that pokey stick. Like I said to my mate the other day about him because they've got better recently because I've gone stop lifting as heavy. I said to my mate about him and he was like, "Oh yeah, I got rid of mine." I was saying, "Oh awesome, there's a way to get rid of him." He's like, "Yeah, I had to get surgery." I'm like, "Fuck's sake!" I don't want to be going in for no <laughs> surgery and getting an MRSA in me bum hole. For God's <laughs> you will sake. as well. You'll go and you'll come out with MRSA and COVID. Have you been using that pump up I give you from Combat Fuel? I have, yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's good stuff. You, to be honest, I, I, it's a bit fucking like magic trickery because I can't work <laughs> out how it works because it's got it's skin free and it's like how does it make you feel fucking? But it does give you buzz, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, but I don't I don't know how because there's no stimulants in it. Yeah, um, I, I'm having a, a bit of a break off of caffeine one at the moment because caffeine, like everything, um is uh, if, you know, if you take it all the time, you need to say, you know, you need to keep doing more and more of it, don't you? So I'm having a bit of a break off the caffeine one and I'm using the pump up one at the moment and it's mega. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call seamless advertising. <laughs> 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 all right, mate. Um, right, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next time. I love you, bye.